<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, it's Todd. Are you having a nice Monday? How's your Monday? Are you stressed out? Relax. Let it go. That could be the new name of my show, Relax and Let It Go. Mmm. Hot. Hot idea. Oh, I better send um, Paris Hilton a royalty check. She, I think, uh, owns the word hot. Anyway, <laughs> I'm doing bits during the opening. <laughs> it's a lot of buck for your, a uh, lot of bang for your buck. Alrighty. Well, Jimmy Pardo's our guest. He had a show to get to. We ended up doing a second podcast right after him, so... It would have been a lot longer. Next time it will be, I hope. So um, enjoy Monday. Um, have fun. <laughs> I know. Now I catch myself saying it. Have fun. We're having fun. I might start making these openings longer. It's like just special. It's me and you. You know what? I might start doing something like that. All right, enjoy me and Jimmy Pardo and the show. It's fun. <laughs> God damn it, I'm not even joking. All righty, bye. Have a good time. And as always, tweet audible.com. Audible, wherever you tweet them, tell them, sponsor Todd's show. All right, tweet HGTV, tell them. Come on, give Todd a show. Say, hey, Todd mentions you on Jimmy Kimmel. He mentions you on Conan O'Brien. He's mentioning you already. He doesn't even have a show. Heavily tweet HGTV. All right. Let's start with them. All right, this is way too long of an opening. All right, you're great. You're good. And, okay, bye. Now entering... Nerdist.com. Wait till this is a very funny guy, Todd Glass. Uh, yeah, hey, Todd. It's a little hot. The entertainer's entertainer, Todd Glass, everyone. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. Elf Listen, man, I really want to come on the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. 
Our phone lines are. Shut the fuck up, sir, and let our jingle run through. The Todd Glass Show. Fade it out. What do you think so far, Jimmy? Am I doing a good job? Love it. Okay. I'm going to rip through so much stuff because I like doing... Jimmy Pardo is our guest today. I like doing Jimmy's show, Never Not Funny. Uh, Do you need more? What's going on? Who's crackling Yeah, we all heard that, right? Oh, my (laughs) God. Really? You think you're going to... Andrew's back and he's drinking his water and decided, do what you did again. (laughs) Do what you did. Just when you drink and you don't give any air into the thing. You know what? You didn't do anything wrong. I never want to fake make fun of guys. You didn't realize it. I thought you were like going like sucking in the water. All right. So are your headphones okay, Jimmy? <sighs> That's you, Jimmy. Jimmy. Oh, my God. He doesn't hear us. Someone said he does this lately. <laughs> I can't hear myself. You can't? Can you hear me? Well, the yeah, you very well. Turn your headphones I cannot up. hear. I can hear you. I can't hear myself. Right, we don't got to be disrespectful. Oh, there we go. There. We don't got to disrespect <laughs> me. I'm still a headliner. There's the quick <laughs> 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 You close shows. Um, <laughs> oh. You go last. Let's be honest about it. Now, that's not fair. I'm not, I, I introduced me. I'm already in. No, I like it. I, 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 I co MC. <laughs> that's how I started. Uh-huh. All right. Fun. So I, I, I like doing Never Not Funny because you pretty much get to talk right away. But I want to rip through some stuff here real no, quick. No, no. I make, I make the guy sit there for um, you do 7 to 10. Oh, good. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm going to rip through it real quick. There's a guy that listens. He said he listens. His brother listens. They work at a microscope. And uh, there's a guy in the middle who doesn't want to listen to the show. Yeah. He, he emailed me this. He says, just because he doesn't like the sound of my voice. Come on, get over it already. Okay, I helped that guy out. I think, in fairness, I, I'm pretty sure they don't work at a microscope. They work under a microscope. Or he said he's at a microscope all day. Very good. Thank you. That may not have been what you said. I know, but you know what? They I'm work- glad you corrected me because I think it's very hard when you – I say this all the time. When you say a word wrong – one side of me says to the listener, I, I'm going to be corrected. You might correct me through an email. Someone here in the show when we get off says, Todd, you said this and you meant that. But I know when people are listening, they get very like, oh, they, 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 it stops everything for them. So you just prevented that from happening. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jimmy Pardo is our guest. Uh, milk- did you almost just do it? No. <laughs> shut up. My new- Excuse me. I'm doing the opening to the show. I can't be interrupted. <laughs> I totally changed the rules so I don't have to deal with that. Uh, excuse me, I can't edit this. Uh, <laughs> I'm having fun already. Um, I really am. Uh, Mikey took some pictures last week. What's Mikey's website? Does anyone know here? We're going to put What's, it up. Uh, right, hold on, hold on. I got it, I got it. We're not going to do this. Uh, Mikey took some pictures. He's friends with Andrew and Chris that work on the show, and he took some really cool pictures. We'll put his information up on the website, but look at some of the pictures he took. They're really cool They're pictures. They're on Facebook. They're on Facebook. Yeah. Thank you very much. Okay, we're getting through this quick, and then Jimmy Pardo. Uh, 1987. Jimmy, I have a class action suit against a listener. I don't want him listening anymore, and this is where I'm starting to do it. He doesn't have the right to listen, and I've heard through some people that he's listening. I'm going to tell you right now. I will get you if you're – now I think when he, he listens and he doesn't want to admit it to anyone, and he's creating his own fucking hell because last week we talked about 1987, and he didn't react because he doesn't think he wants to – I think it's flipped now. He goes, I'm not going to let him know that I've heard – but we know you're listening. And how doesn't it suck? You got your earphones on. Get the fuck out of here. It sucks. 
1987. Please explain to me why you're mad at this guy. Uh, he said we can't talk about the podcast on the podcast. He didn't like that. He's stupid. He's wrong. Thank you. We can talk. Uh, there's Do no whatever I here. want. Yeah. What's I see? wouldn't talk about 1987, but every, anything else we could talk about. Okay. <laughs> and then Frank, uh, who sent in the uh, the uh, the um, Frank Pulaski. Yeah, he said he did something. Dreamtime Films. He took something Rory did last week. I'm he made ripping. the Pachanga commercial. He made the Pachanga commercial, and I thought that was so cool, and it was very exciting that someone took that much time to do it. We're ripping through this stuff. It may, once I thank all these people, then I feel better. I don't know why I'm going so fast. This is not the normal show. I'm nervous because Jimmy du- Pardo is here. You God <laughs> damn it, you fucking piece of shit! I, if I get over anger at myself, then you can't. God, what am I doing? What the fuck is wrong with me? I'm fucking stupid. I should fucking tell everyone at home right now. This is fucking unacceptable. I got a guest here. I can't fucking say that. God damn it. I want to take my life and punch my mom right in her fucking face. Let her feel some of the pain I'm feeling. I'm sorry, Jimmy. What did you want to say about that? I don't know. Eddie Pepitone just showed up for a second. <laughs> did some rant. I you, thought you probably want to get back to your program. I thought if I got so upset, then you could you'd have to go. Todd, don't be so hard on yourself. No, sir, I think you beat yourself up unnecessarily. We all make mistakes in this world. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Absolutely. We all listen. We're all just trying to get by. When it rains, you put up an umbrella. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm 100% sure I don't know what that means. <laughs> but you know what, Jimmy? It's got the timing. Right? It does. It's, you know, it can't get better than that. Mm-hmm. That's like vintage Rickles right there. Right, Ranger Bremen and Bro. All right, so, so uh, there we go. We got that uh, Dreamtime Films. He did that. Uh, by the way, tweet. Uh, we'll talk about that at the Late Show. I'll do that at the Late Show. I'll throw some of these plugs over to the Late Show. You make my pants want to get up and dance. Some, who, uh. who did that? It was. I can't. He sent his us name. in a picture and we put it up. It was so cool. I relooked at it today. I know we mentioned this a month ago, but I relooked at it today and went like, "That's really cool." The guy who sent oh, that in. It's on Facebook. Okay, uh, Jared, who the artist who did this artwork behind the wall. J- Jeremy Alva. Is that him? Yeah. Jeremy. Yeah. Okay, I'll rethink him again. The guy who did the the, the artwork picture. on the wall, like behind yeah. us, all the all the yeah, all the burgundy name, films. Right? I don't know. Did anyone put that pictures up of that online on the Facebook? Online, I don't what know. To me, it's about? all the same. All computer talk. No. no one put the. Oh well, we should. Uh, the picture of the you make my pants want to get up and dance is. I I'm gonna butcher this guy's name, but Kyle Canareo. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. That was nice. Uh, no, uh, the, I'm still looking for a three piece band that wants to spend five hours with me rehearsing. That's okay. Rehearsing to do a song. I need like a three or four piece band. You guys are out there we just for the rehearsal, or is there going to be a show too? No, there'll be. Uh, that's uh, that's. Uh, um, uh, Daniel Kino talking, in case people don't know. I know they get nervous. They hear voices. Um, no, the three a band. I'm looking for a band that will come in, spend like three or four hours rehearsing, and I want to do one of those songs where the band sort of, you know, they play with you and you can talk, and then they, the horns come in. It makes it, when you talk, it makes it seem like you're singing. It's going to take three hours of rehearsal. There's got to be someone out there, four-piece. Drums, maybe guitar, keyboard, and, uh, and a, horn. It's a horn. Okay, we're almost done. Thank you for the grilled cheese pictures. Uh, I really yeah, appreciate it. Uh, Who Phil the... and Liz sent a bunch of really good ones when they're all dressed up, and they put up a sign in their dining room that says the Todd Glass Show, and they're on our Facebook. All right. I tell people, a... Jimmy, and I'm going to tell you right now. I'm doing you to you, I think. Uh-huh. Um, does that happen to you a lot? Yes. <laughs> At least I caught myself. You know, when you have a, vo- you know, a distinctive persona, people are yes. certainly uh, bound to uh, repeat it and I, relate it back to you. When you did the benefit show, uh, where were we just at on a few nights ago? Comedy re- bang bang into the Montelman. Yeah, and you went on, and I had a, a th- something that came out. It sounded so much like you. And I'm thinking about selling that to Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> oh, you should have. I'll buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I need new material. I don't even What's remember. What's the piece? What? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd like to know what the material is before I commit. Well, but I, I will tell you, I'll give you some money. I'll give you some upfront money on this. <laughs> it might have been something like, uh, who's the girl walking in? I don't know. I'm not going to buy that. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't sound like the type of thing I'd do. All right, so we got through all this. I just want to make sure. I need to remind myself to take a breath. Otherwise, I get too... I'm already moving... I usually start the show very calm. That was like rapid fire um, nervousness uh, because, um, but we're all good now. And the artwork behind us, I want to make sure I say his name right. You mean those frames? The frames. It wasn't it like Jeremy Alpha? Yes, yes. Okay. He's going to finish that up, and we're all good. And Mikey is going to keep Mikey. We're going to, you know, he's going to come in every week, film some stuff now, starting taking some cool pictures. So it's all good. All right, I think we're good now. All right. Jesus Christ. We done? We're done. What if, Jimmy, I made you drive home after all that? Listen, love it. <laughs> love it. You know what? Some podcasts are too long. Mine, mine included. A little too long. Just, I like this idea. Nice eight minute in and out. What, 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 are we, what are we working so hard for, right? Right. There's no rules here, man. How are you? Doing real well. You are? Yeah, yes. All right. Loving it. 2011. Doesn't get better. Who do you hate so much that you don't mind saying their name on? Like, you know how we all have people we don't say? Is there anybody right off the bat? That's what I'm going for. Uh, yeah, listen, you want to go negative early? No, no, let's not. You're right. Why am I doing this to you? That's cruel to do to you. Well, listen, we, we listen, it's, uh, you know, that shucky ducky guy. Well, that, I'm mad at that guy. Why? Are you really? No. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> well, do your, your listeners know who that guy is, but I don't know. Uh, do yours listeners know God, who that is? Nobody knows who Shucky Ducky is. I, I figured it is. <laughs> but it's worth telling people. He's a guy out of Dallas? I think okay. he is. And he, and he tells his jokes. There's something wonderful about it. He goes, Shucky Ducky. Yeah, Am Shucky I close Ducky. And then, Shucky Ducky, quack, quack. That's it. Shucky Ducky, quack, quack. So he'll say something like... Uh, you know, uh, I can never think of jokes, one-liners. I go to the same one-liner I've been doing mm-hmm. whenever I need it. I'm not doing it. I'm stopping that one joke I've been doing. He'll say something like, oh, I'll do a Mitch Hedberg joke, if All this right. was his joke. Uh, you know, um, uh, 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 I have uh. one Mitch Hedberg joke I remember, too. Um, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to, too. Shaggy ducky quack, quack. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh, and it's and, – uh, I would – Are his jokes – that good too? Like oh the, no! Uh, oh, they're no. terrible. I jokes. mean, ah, oh, Shucky Ducky, Shucky Ducky, okay. quack quack. There's also the other fella, Hamburger. Hamburger. Oh, that's a Hamburger. Hamburger. What would a joke would he tell? Uh, he would basically. It was the same as get her done. Instead of or get like, her here's done, here's your sign. He would just go. Right? Yeah. Or, no, yeah. No, no, not no. There, here's your sign. Is a punchline. Right. Uh, like, uh, you know, okay. where it's like you know, Larry in the middle of a thing will go. You know, I was. Uh, I went to Walmart. Get her done. And uh, I walked in, and there was the car. Get her done. You know, he just throws hey. it in for no reason. <laughs> hamburger does the same thing. We'll just go. Yeah, I was walking to the store. Hamburger. Chucky ducky quack quack. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if they were uh, both on a show together? Yes. Great. Hamburger. You kidding me? I show up with my new umbrella character that I'm doing. What do you do? <laughs> you know, that guy that uh, every punchline, after, uh, every joke, I go, uh, you put up a range, you put up an umbrella. Oh, is that your new uh, tag phrase? Yeah. I, listen, it's catching on. I just I wanted like... to try it here. This is my first, I'm premiering it here on the podcast. I've done it Still live. Oh, you've, but, oh, this, but is this is the, the first time you've done podcast it on podcast premiere. It's a podcast premiere. Yeah. For some reason, whenever you say stuff, I'm very tempted, but I stop myself. You go, wait, you're kidding, right? But yeah, you're like, remember of who I am. I do. Nine out of ten things I say are real. I, it's <laughs> the one that you need to figure out. How's Oliver? Listen, I'm not comfortable with you talking about my, uh, my private life. How old is he now? Who? Your son. I'm, again, I'm not comfortable oh, you're talking not? about this. Can, we talk, can you turn the mics off and we can talk? They're off. All right, how is he? It sounds like they're on. It sounds like they're on. It sounds like the microphones are still on. You're not the first person that caught that. <laughs> you know, the, oh, they sound like they're on. Hello. Maybe I'm not oh. the first person to catch that. I know they didn't go off. 
Well, what I mean, the fuck is the matter with Jimmy, you? Jimmy, I will not have you talk to me with disrespect. I'm a guy <laughs> who you know, and we do this bit. This is our bit, is that we, we both uh, pretend like we're having a serious conversation. and that, But yet, uh, today, right. uh, oh, you're not the first guy that caught on that the mic's right. Yeah, no kidding. Well, no, the mic's uh, stayed on. I, I get it. We're going to take a break. <laughs> oh, that seems extreme. I like to take breaks. Right, this is no. Don't take a break. If you can't be ready with the breaks, then we're not playing them anymore. My They're, son uh, Oliver's four. He's four. Now how's he doing? Oh, he's doing real well. Doing real well. He's had I, a good 2011. <laughs> 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 he's had a real good year. He had a real good year. Nobody says that about uh, a little boy. He's had a real good 2011. He's, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I sure he's happy to look at 2012. I mean, he's he's excited about the prospects of the new year. But I think he really enjoyed 2011. Does he say this to you? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, he says it to me. We sit down. We have a heart-to-heart prep every morning. Dad, remember 2010? What a nightmare oh, that was. You know Oy. what? You're not wrong about that, Daniel. Oliver still talks about 2010. <laughs> what does he say? Like, what would he say? Well, like, you know, 2011, he said, Daddy, we agree. This is a good year? I go, yeah, very good year, son. And then I'll say, remember the time we went to the movies? I go, of course I remember that time. That was a wonderful time. What and, do you... Uh, Oh, God, I'm sorry. No, Jesus Christ, there's no bit here. What are you going to do? Does he want a dog when he wants... You don't have a dog or a cat, I'm right? deathly allergic to dogs and cats. Well. As soon as Oliver is old enough for me to have a full conversation with him, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell him that there's dogs that you uh, that you can get when you're allergic to dogs. Unless you're very nice to me. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? Even Jimmy? those dogs, I'm allergic to. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. And well, the, I'm going to get. A, I don't want. I don't like dogs. You don't. What do I you, love them. I actually do. I, I'll, but you're, you're allergic to them for real. Yeah, How, can you be around a dog for a little bit? No, I can't. Even if if you had a dog, if you had a dog on your sweater and I hugged you. Uh, I would start having breathing trouble. Really? Yeah. I, 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 you, so. know, you know what? I was uh, insensitive to people that uh, allergies I didn't think were real. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I didn't put a lot of thought into it because now that I know, I'm, it sounds stupid to say that. But I always thought it was very, uh, you know, they looked like, all right, until I had an allergic reaction to something. What, and then I felt what, what horrible. What, what did you react to? A, a, a laundry detergent. Oh, my wife. Does she have that? Yeah. And it, it's real. I was going, what the fuck is going on? And you mean you're allergic to it and that you don't wash your clothes, and you got to give her a talking to, right? <laughs> is that what you mean? No. It, well, I like when I go to NC. <laughs> no, no, Jimmy. Here's what. It was something, a Downy Fresh, I, I, and I love the smell of it. Sure. You know? You ever notice that a lot of Latino people smell, their laundry smells very good? Yeah, they like to keep clean. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you like it's confirmed it's confirmed thank you. we they finally are. pardo no well knew. no i do when i walk by there's clothes uh, no, you know what? Nice. i'm gonna edit that out um why if if there's ever a time during the conversation because i got a lot of latino listeners right and they are probably right now going you know what he's hey he's right these uh, we smell nice but it sounds a little that was i don't do voices <laughs> i don't do voices that was awful i don't know what you just heard but it was not latino it's fine it's fine this is a safe zone if you ever feel the need to open up this glass jar there's questions in here we can always go to this if we need to can't, today. I can't think of anything worse than if you went to that while I'm here. Oh, I know. Well, you know what, though? Sometimes hey, great. Let's go to the box. <laughs> yeah. Really? Oh, clunk city. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, people here. <laughs> all righty. Hold on. If you had to decide between <laughs> That's a, exact. wearing a hat or a scarf, which would it be? I don't know. How hot is it outside? I know I might be seventy. Oh, then I gotta go scarf. Okay, there it is. If you were a, if uh, here you rewind. If right. you were a pumpkin, or a, it's always something like that. Right. I can't even think of a good one. Would you rather be prejudiced towards blacks or Mexicans? Right, that, that, that's one of those. Yeah, this is one right out of the oh, box. Wow. Well, that's, that's a, a ho- different one. That's a different game. That's a home run. Blacks. No. <laughs> 
I mean, why would that even be in the thing? The, obviously, the answers are right on there. This is it, and read it. I don't want to get letters from the listeners. I like how we're passing. Yeah, if you had to be prejudiced against blasted Latinas, which one would it be? And then that's right off of the table topics. Yeah, this yeah. is table topics. How do they not get sued? Listen, I don't know. They will. Uh, that is offensive. That's offensive. Jimmy, I got to ask you this. Yes, I have answers. I wrote, there's a song. And I want to know, I'm trying to find out who wrote this. And I've known you a long time. Did you write this song? Someone told me you, you know who told me you wrote this? Who's that? Bonnie McFarlane. Bonnie Mac? Yeah. She told me, she goes, I think Jimmy uh, Pardo wrote this she song. She thinks I wrote this number. It's, I've written a lot of songs. You know that. I like to, I get down there. I got, I, I use the full 88 when I'm traveling. Obviously, I use a compact keyboard. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I spend most of my time. A lot of people think I'm, not, I'm antisocial. Nothing can be farther from the truth. I love people. You know that. Uh, but in, during the day in the, on the road in the hotel room, I break out the 44s. And, what are 44s? Uh, that's a half a keyboard, compact keyboard. And How do you even know that I, term? I compose on there. That's are how you, I know it. Are you musically inclined for real? I, do you have any? I, there's nothing I love more than tickling the ivories, Daniel. <laughs> and the fact that you don't already know that is insulting to me and my music career. You know I what? have six CDs out. You do? Yes. Yeah, when new, was your last CD release? 1987. Oh. <laughs> now... Admittedly, I've not kept up okay, with what the okay. kids are doing today. Uh, but I did a lot of stuff that Kenny G and John Tesh took on. Uh, uh, that sort I of know that. Oh, yeah, very you, you new you know agey, very, uh, very loose jazz. Like, they tried to call it acid jazz, but it wasn't that sharp. I'm not going to lie. It was nice, relaxing, uh, relaxing mm-hmm. music, Daniel. Remember uh, the original Todd's Coma, which you were in? Yeah. And the, Herb and Alpert Herb was, Albert was in there. Right, Herb and I, Herb signed me to A&M. Back in 82. That's how you got started? That's how I knew her. Well, let's play this song and well, tell me ahead. if you wrote this. Because I love uh-huh. it. And, and by the way, a lot of people want to dismiss stuff like this. If you wrote it, I'm going to say it up front. You go, oh, it's campy. It's this. Mm-hmm. I love it because what you're doing is you're going right to the edge. Oh, my God. Is he going to go there? And talk about making a fucking right mm-hmm. or a fucking U-turn. And then you hit. You keep doing it again. Play the song. Right. Go ahead. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. Is this you? As much as I'd like to take the credit, that's not you. That is not me. I would love I, to take what, the credit. Do you, you, you want to hear the rest of the song? I don't. Okay. Can I? Can I play? Because sometimes you know how you play a little bit of yeah, it. Yeah, like, the and then you hear like the rest of it. You're like, oh, maybe. No, but I can tell you this. I know right from the get go. Uh, you know, listen, my songs are my babies. Can I? Come and on, Jimmy. Some can I. All the reason I'm doing this is one week we had this happen. I played a little more, and they're like, "Oh my God, I did write that." This song? No, it's a different song that I'm trying to find out who wrote it. You have a tough time knowing who writes songs. It sounds I do. Like. Some people say I could just uh, Shazam. Google? Shazam is that what it's called? Shazam. Shazam is good. What's it called when you pulled the phone up? Shazam. To the... Shazam. Sure. Shazam. Okay, play a little more. There was okay. Now? I don't think it's me. No, I don't. I know. I mean, I, I understand the confusion, but I don't think it's me. By the way, this, I, I, I love to break character. This might seem now as this, this is funny when people are listening to it. Because I love to break the character. What moron would make someone else sit here <laughs> and listen to the fuck? It's not his. But this guy that I create for each bit, mm-hmm. he's, he thinks he really thinks you might go with I'm going to throw you a left turn here. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to throw you a left direction. I did write this song. Now, that's going to completely uh, blow some minds. No, it won't. Because I love it, and I like to play the whole thing now and give you the I don't respect want, you deserve. Listen, no, no, no I've, heard, it, I've heard it enough it, in my lifetime. Play it. Now you're just embarrassing me. I like it. Now you're just embarrassing me. Jimmy, people like it. Hey, you're making money right now. Every time we pay for it. Shut up. We don't play fucking. This is my favorite one. 
their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and play things. Do you remember when you did that? I do. I, I do. Quick, if I may, shut it down. If I may, I, I was I meant that humorously, and he knows uh, they came get it. He they does. love you. He Everyone does. here loves you. Not this guy. Make an eye contact. No, no, Chris. Me, nobody Chris, can, nobody sh- can be less happy about Hold what on. I'm doing. That's a good point. I don't see what he's doing behind me. Is he staring you down? It's daggers. <laughs> I'm getting nothing but daggers. I can feel the good vibes coming from these fellas. The beautiful lady Katie to my right, uh, Kendall. I could take her leave. <laughs> uh, but this fella here, who I understand his name is Chris, I have no problem with Daniel, by the way. I, I just said that for humor. Uh, <laughs> I like that you're nice. You go back. You know that, like, uh, this is my, but I, sometimes people need a little comforting. I go they, back. Well, listen, there's history between Daniel and I. We had a horrible week in Vegas together. That's, oh, uh, that's not true. We had, we had a great time in Vegas that week. Didn't we have a good time? Um, yeah. Why? What, what? We didn't? No, I, I, I try to remember when that, what, who I, else? I, I thought we had a very nice week We did. Vegas. We have a great week. Okay. We had a great week in Vegas. Ooh, yeah. I, for, yeah, no, 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 I'm a huge fan of yours. Any, anytime I get to hang out and be in your presence, it's always fun. We enjoyed ourselves yes. that week in Vegas. We uh, had some late is, night yeah, meals. Well. Oh, my God, you gave me, honest to God, my heart was pounding when you. Oh, when I gave you the look? I was like, oh, like, oh, did something bad happen? Like, oh, no, no. did, I, did I, am I, I, am I jokingly saying we had a, a tough time? And then you're going to go, you know what, Jimmy, you did, you were a prick no. after that Wednesday no. night show. Remember, I had a tough show. Uh, you know, I wasn't having good shows on Tuesday or Wednesday. I was really struggling. And uh, <laughs> then you uh, made a joke about it, and that was really hurtful, and I've never forgotten that. I mean, then I started to come back. I had better shows on Thursday. <laughs> oh, Friday, yeah, I struggled. I certainly had horrible yes, shows on Saturday. I Saturday. remember that week now, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> he had great shows. A very funny young man. Do you ever have anybody on the road with that you don't... Uh... You get like just an attitude. You ever get an attitude from the first or second guy? You know what? I, I, I try to bring my own people. Let's not forget that I'm upset with this fella here. You know what? I, I do want to go back to that. Hold on. Okay. So is he, uh, is he giving you looks? Uh, I've had this problem with him before. <laughs> is that true? Yes. Well, listen, I'm not comfortable talking about it in front of him. If you want to have a post-show meeting, I'm more than happy to stick around and give notes. But I would say if you're going to do anything, let's put him behind a box. <laughs> let's put him... With this, uh, some sort of a barrier. You guys got a lot of curtains hanging here, ne- unnecessarily in an auto shop. Let's put the let's put him behind one of those curtains. Okay, here's what I want to ask you. And if mm-hmm. you're uncomfortable about this, I want you to be honest. I'm not uncomfortable. I want to talk to him with you here. If you can just sort of mind your own business for a second, I will sit back. Is Listen, this going to be uncomfortable? I for you? brought this up. It, it, it's, it, he needs a talking to. I don't know if this is the time or place. I think but it I, is. But I'm your guest, and I also want to explain to the listeners the, the way this is. Is that we're at a table, um, Chris is behind me, so I can't always see him giving, if he's staring down the guests or not. So I would like to just address this for a second. Mm-hmm. Turn the mics mm-hmm. off, seriously. I'm not even joking. They're around. off. They're okay. Off. <laughs> Chris, when the fucking guests come in, you make him feel comfortable. He's a stand-up comic, okay? I wasn't looking at him. You weren't looking at him? So my friend's a fuck, so, oh, oh, I get it. A guy I've known for maybe 15, 20 years is fucking lying? I didn't say he was lying. What's he doing? So I should fucking kick him out of here. I don't want liars here. I mean, yeah, no, no, you're right. Let's get, get, get him the fuck out. He's bullshitting me. Yeah, you're right. We have enough shows. <laughs> <laughs> he, taught, he doesn't get it at all. <laughs> no, no, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's like I expect a bit. It, it is my yeah. Uh, kick him out. Yeah. I, I think like in that thing he's gonna go. Well, maybe, maybe he's like no, the guy who's got, completely unaffected. Yeah, yeah you're me, right. yeah, me and you, we have good banter. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't need this. this. Here, this bit's going. Uh, Am I still supposed to stay out of that? Because I'd like to... uh, Well, no, I want you to finish up. Uh, He's doing a great job. He wants to work on your show. That's what he tells me every week. Is that true? No, no, no. Jesus. This kid's the worst fucking improviser in the world. I don't know what to do. It's like he's going out of his way to say no. I know. You want to do that? Nah. Okay, bit over. 
Hey, should I get rid of this guy? Yeah, a bit over. He doesn't know, though. He, we like to go down alleys. His, Comedy's a labyrinth. He was raised in an orphanage. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh, that's got to be tough. Yes. Most orphans are selfish because they have to. That's mine. They have to protect Thank the territory. You. I understand it. I apologize then. You know who his dad is? No. Seriously, Byron Allen. He Wait was adopted by Byron Allen. Byron Allen is his adopted father. Yes. Well, that's a joy. The weird thing is he adopted him at 18. Yes. And he talks to him in nothing but non sequiturs. <laughs> <laughs> Just walks into the house. Son, I understand you like Ferris wheels. <laughs> what? What do, you, what do you mean, father? Just talk for 45 seconds. Go. <laughs> that's the name Oh, boy. Geese are funny, huh, son? <laughs> what the? What? <laughs> Motorcycles are getting crazy. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I, I, I just, and I know that you're a fan of this, uh, of the Byron Allen nonsense. Uh, I just gave more inflection and tone and excitement than Byron ever has in his entire uh, delivery. I gave it more persona and personality. Didn't he have a talk show for a while? Sure. That man had 90s, everything. Right? Yes. And he did like a monologue and mm-hmm. had guests on. Late 80s. Truth be told, Daniel, that. late 80s, uh, talk, 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 talk show. Uh, 87 is, uh, I did the music for the pilot. <laughs> oh, you were hot in 87. And he said, you, come on. You know what? Yeah. You, you couldn't go to I any that. jazz, uh, <laughs> CD store and not see my, uh, my compact audio digital CDs disc. were already. Oh yeah. They came out like 80. 85, 86. I went right there. <laughs> I love I, guy I oh, you're right. They did actually. Yes. 84. You know what the first uh, album, uh, to be printed on a CD in America? In America? Uh, you know what, Dave? One of David Hold on. was very... Hold uh, on, I know how to do radio, and I don't mean to be disrespectful. We're going to take a break. We're going to be right back. We're going to find out the answer to Daniel Kino's question. We'll be right back. <laughs> it's just and here's Dimitri Martin for Audible.com. Dimitri, you've heard of Audible.com, right? Yeah, because especially because their name, it makes you listen. I guess he's like a sponsor for them through the show. So, oh, yeah. Is that right? All right. So the answer to that was uh, well, the, hey, the hey, first hey, CD, hey, in case was... they forgot, that was a long break, to have a, to, to be printed here in America? Yeah. What was the first CD? What released? if he didn't know the answer? Would you, would you, that would be terrible. Would you clobber him across the... Would you punch I'd him? I'd punch him right in the face. Yeah. Have you ever punched anybody? Okay. I'm getting out of hand. At a, at as a, a very apropos name, the title of the album by that artist that has a very apropos name for... The CD being the first one to be released in the uh, All right, Jimmy. United States of America. God, what'd you do? Take a course on how to stretch out sentences? <laughs> oh, it's just like you wanted to take up oh, mic time there. Oh, I knew what you were doing. Good it luck. was actually the first one in the America to, uh, for the diligent reasons, they uh, recorded it, and okay, it ended so up being... Take, I think um, you're wrong. Are you? Is it on the tip of your tongue? Because you have a... He, your face looks yeah, like... I think you're implying it's born in the USA. It is born in nah, the USA. Nah, there's no way. I, get, I bet you $1,000 it's not it, born in the USA. I don't have $1,000, but you want to do 20 bucks? I bet you 1000 because... Holly, no. but you you cave quickly though. You, you think you'd go? If I had a thousand dollars to lose, I'll bet I you twenty. Oh, okay, I'll bet you twenty dollars. Right. Yeah, let's do it. You know, wait, wait. Not to, uh, let me see what I have in my pocket. Because I listen, I'm a betting man. I know you. I've seen you in Vegas. You know You're like me. A fucking. Nut. You know, I like to race people at the gym on the treadmill. Yeah. I'll win. Oh, we have. You know, all right, here, ten dollars. I bet ten dollars. It is not. Born in the USA by uh, Bruce Springsteen. Now, Jimmy, hold on. Before we find out, I'm going to go on a limb here. And by the way, I think people are more likely to take a little razzing from you. Daniel knows that. Uh, why? I cherish him as a friend. He's a good person, but sometimes he doesn't. His 
I call them urban legends, things you hear. Like I was spreading around for years that Bill Cosby bought the little rascals because he didn't like the way black people were depicted. And when I found it out, I never questioned it. I just took it as, well, I heard it. It must be fact. And then we you, you put it on YouTube. Not true at all. Mm-hmm. So this day when someone tells me something, I go, I'm going to fact check it before I spread it. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be something that, that important. It could be a, something like this. Just, mm-hmm. just do some. Daniel, if he hears it, probably because, see, you're looking at him as a full-grown adult, but really he's a little Russian boy. And he's like from Russia. He's I forgot little, he's from Russia. Wait, and he's like, I, can I he say likes, something in my likes, defense? Can I, 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 so, by the way, what if you're right? And, and hey, I don't listen, know you're not I, right. I hope he's right. I'm a gentleman that is uh, willing to admit he's right. I just know, I remember uh, the days that I worked at a record store that I don't, I want to say uh, Billy Joel uh, might have been released before uh, Bruce Springsteen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh thank you. Oh, thank you no very much. Way. Thank what? you hold very on, much. Well, hold on. It? I'm going to go out on a limb because some of Daniel's things that he said in the past and we did fact checks on. And I could be wrong. I'm going to say it's not what he says. Katie, what is it? Well, wait, let me, I, I'm allowed to take a guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, oh, Jimmy, what do you think? Right, it is? We got ten dollars on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got ten dollars on this. <laughs> it's uh, that's my Foley work. What if you still guessed wrong, even though we did this? Whole, like you already heard it, but you're so dumb. By you go, way, Florence Henderson. Well, no, that's a. No, I'm not that bad of a I guesser. I couldn't think of anybody better. Robert Monkeys. Reed. Robert Reed. Uh, <laughs> I I want to say. Uh, look at me. Look at what do you think is acting? I want to say. <laughs> But here's the thing. Uh, listen, you say clean edit, then you'll let everybody have No, no, we're not doing it. We're not really editing There's it. There's no editing. Yeah, uh, we're not editing I, it. I, I, I want to believe it was David Bowie or Billy Joel, but I, I really believe it's Billy Joel. Well, you heard it was Billy Joel. No, no, but I David, said, did I, I not I say Billy Joel before you raised your hand? Oh, you did. You did. You did. You did. I yeah, want credit did. for this. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, it was Billy Joel's 52nd Street. Yes, it was. I was so wrong, first... and I am such a huge... The first artist to have his entire catalog converted to CD was David Bowie. God, come on. You motherfucker, oh, wow. you want to play games? I, yeah, no, you I don't. You want to play games? I don't want to play games. You want to bet money? Games. Jimmy, be the guy who gets two eggs. Like, you really, you're you mad. Play like, games? You go past the point of Let me like, tell you hey, something. Jimmy, Jimmy, come on. No, no, no. I you're... recorded albums no, Jimmy, in the 80s, look, Daniel. It was just a you thing are, I heard. It's Billy, it's Bruce Priest. You're right. We're sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God bless Clarence Clemens, this goddamn corpse. Oh, come on. I'm sorry. You don't got to get that angry. Well, don't fucking come at me like this where you're like, you don't know. I'll bet you money. No, I'm telling you, it's Bruce Priest. Give me a chance to fucking answer, and I would have told you. Bill Joel, right, Jimmy, but you Bowie. don't have to get this upset. You're like you're freaking me out. You're coming at me. Everybody like, in the goddamn room is coming at you. No one's coming at you. They're all yeah, this, you just this cockfucker's still with the daggers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening behind me. And then that, you got that Katie over there uh, typing away. Don't be afraid to Wait, make fun that's... of her. I know you're being gentle. Say it. Go. You got that two-bit whore pushing buttons. I'm not like she's out of her fucking mind. That's your word. What are you mad at? Because I think you'd be funnier if you were uh, to take. Like if I was writing for you. First of all, you don't tell me how I could be. Funny. You're right. You're okay, right. You're how right. how <laughs> off was I? I mean, I, I mean, it's a it's a you know zero sum game. I okay. get that. Here's what so. I like to say. If, if, if how do you feel that you were wrong? Well, I feel this. Here's what I want to say. My, do you defense. think I'm right at all? Like you don't no, check. Can with, I say something? Sure. I feel the same way as you do. We've talked about this many a times about oh urban legends God. and not spreading. I have heard that so many times, and I've read that on Springsteen message boards and on probably Wikipedia or something. I would okay. have to go back that, and I felt confident. Saying how, that, first of all, how's that an urban legend? How is that being spread? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on. I, I said that I use that as a. I as, got you. Very good. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. It, it's not urban legend, but when you hear a fact, what is the difference between? Uh, let's, Katie, what, how, how many I years? Think, was I think it's about to me like, being what? right. What? And him being wrong. Right. That's yes. probably the simplest. You hear something and you give it more validity than it you, before you check it out. At mm-hmm. All. 
Oh, you made now you won ten bucks. That's about the that's about to sound a little thicker. <laughs> that's one. Come on. Uh, do you have any change? For the ten? I, what do you got? Twenty? We got a hundred. <laughs> oh, that's his old. What are you, Ted Baxter from the Mary Tyler Moore show? <laughs> no, you I, know what? I, I didn't I, you make know it what? To you, the bank. You, you didn't hear me when I said ten. You didn't hear that second. Uh, that that second zero was silent. So uh, it, it was a it was a hundred dollar bet. <laughs> it was a hundred dollar bet. It's silent. <laughs> Jimmy, I'm going to be honest. I never heard that. No, no. Is that that's true? What I'm saying. It was you silent. I will bet you a hundred dollars. That's not true. Hold on, hold on. That's not we a real thing. We can rewind it, and I want to hear what you really said. Okay. Okay. Katie, roll that back. Okay, go ahead. Let's bet a hundred dollars. It sounds like there's Katie. Roll it back again. It sounds yeah, like. Are you digitally like changing this for him? Is roll that back again one more time? Come on, let's do this. Let's bet a hundred dollars. <laughs> How is he doing it that fast? Why would she be over there on your side? I don't know. Oh wait, because well, maybe you were nice to her when you were going around the room. Very nice. I did not. Say I'm the one that said to her. Yeah, I you did went, not call her a whore. Wanted to. You were. You were so sweet the way you did it. Well, sweet's not. Hey, let's let's edit that out here. Um, but uh, you go. This guy's over here. He's fucking up this. This guy over here is getting fucked up the ass. And Katie's over here. You know. Hey. And then you. Uh, yeah. So a gentleman. Okay. Katie, go ahead. Okay, Answer. Go. Born in the USA was actually the first CD manufactured in the United States for go. commercial release. But Billy Joel was apparently the first one ever released. You knew it was all going to unfold. You know unfold. what? That's not bad. That's not bad. That's, I had what? some basis if to my I argument. If I may, I call it a draw. Thank you, good I'm a sir. Ge- I'm a gentleman. Thank I'm not going to touch. I don't care for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean. See, you're no funny. Jimmy knows funny. It's only funny if after you say you're not going to touch the person, then you do it. Yeah. Because uh, you're like, I did it comedically, not because I'm a germaphobe. Well, I, I'm both. Are you? Absolutely. Now, when you're at the gym, do you, uh, do you before you get on the treadmill, do you wipe it with... Uh... I don't as much as I should, because that, that, that gym's a hassle to get the... Oh, they're the remodeling. Oh, I heard. Boy, very exciting. You know, they. I heard they're going to be in, uh, putting in a new cell phone law in all the gyms. I, thank you. you that's going to ruin your life. That's going to ruin your well, life. Well, I'll tell you the truth. There's a difference between... Uh, I'm very aware on the cell phone. I will not talk on my cell phone. First of all... I wear a headset that the dangling touch, mm-hmm. so you can put the mouthpiece in front mm-hmm. of your ear. Mm-hmm. And if somebody gets on the treadmill next to me, I always say, "Hey, I got to call you back. Someone just but, got on the treadmill next to me." Think of the person on the other side of the phone. Think no, no, the they person. don't. They don't. I don't. When I let me let me interrupt you here. I talked to you on the phone. I know you're on the treadmill. <laughs> no, you're, you you're, don't. You're out of breath. Okay, I'm you're about to shut focused. you the fuck up. I'm on the treadmill right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know this? I didn't know that. You're on that city uh, that seated treadmill? I'm right in front. Look at me, Jimmy. You're on, you're on the Fred Flintstone? I call it the Fred Flintstone. I just sit there and I just move my feet while I'm, while I'm sitting. And it's just real. Boy, oh, boy, my calves are fucking rock hard. I get comfortable on that same. Jimmy, how many times do you walk into the gym? I'm on that same piece of equipment. Yeah, you're right there. What do you do every, every day, Jim? You go to the gym What are you day? asking me? If you go to the gym every day. <laughs> Five, five, five. <laughs> That's my character where it's an obvious question. There's no, yeah, bl- there's no black or white. There's hey, Jimmy. No gray. It's now, how do you, uh, where'd you used to live before you moved here to L.A.? Now, what are you asking me? <laughs> it's like it's that complex. Yeah. Hold on. Now, what, 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 no, what are we doing here? That's what liars do. What liars do you want to know? Do what do you they, they ask you, they have you repeat it so they can right. think of an answer. Gives so the time. Or yeah. oh, like even that quick one. What? 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 What, what are you asking me? What? what, what, what? Uh, okay, let's go back. Let's no, no, keep it. I go to the gym every other day. I go, uh, I, I elliptical every other day, then I, I run on those other days around my neighborhood. I, I love an outdoor run. What if this is my interview skills? Like? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, the listeners, as Jimmy talks, I point to him, and then when he's done, I point to Daniel. So they know. <laughs> You're not doing anything. I know. I'm not doing anything. Uh-huh. Now he's talking. Okay, go ahead. Uh-huh. Go. That's, that's hard. By the way, uh, Byron. You have good instincts to uh, do that. Back to Byron Allen real yeah. quick, because, you know, we can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. 
I might talk about the podcast for three hours. No, <laughs> don't do that. No, I want to have 1987 have go into a fucking con, uh, convulse and. Wait, and that's his name. Explode. That's his. Uh, uh, it was Jared. 1987. Jared. 1980. Don't talk about the podcast on the podcast. He was probably born in 1987. Oh. Well, Mike said that was his weight, but I don't like to go that way with jokes. It sounds mean spirited, and it's not real. That's too fat. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Welcome. Byron Allen said that uh, no, this is 198.7. That might be a, that's a, that's not a bad weight. Sounds like a good radio. Are oh, you kidding me? They play the hits of uh, 60s, 70s, 80s, and today. <laughs> <laughs> they skip the 90s apparently. Yeah, why? Do, they, they don't want to lose any listeners. I always they say yeah. we got the hits of yesterday, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Oh, All right, well, 2000s, 2010s. I like that. I like the mamas and papas and the Foo Fighters. Hey, does giving away money on radio stations help the listener? Like, if you hate. Uh, easy listening music. Are you going to fucking listen to Easy 101 because they're giving a Hawaiian vacation station? Are you going to go, I don't like their music, but they're giving away fucking money. I listen four hours a day. Like, how does that help if you're already a listener? I think does that make to, sense? I think that's to keep the keep listeners they already have, they already have uh, through commercials. I think that's what that's done. Yeah, I think he's right. All right. Oh, you two yeah, are your best friends all of a sudden? <laughs> oh, oh, my God, you guys, you make me Woo! sick. Well, I, I Norm, thought you wanted a real answer. Norm, McD- I did. Norm MacDonald <laughs> told me that uh, th- I thought this was I-, I love when I repeat things on the podcast itself that I heard. But, you know, I might forget to tell you when the podcast mm-hmm. is over. He said that Byron had the best trick in the world. What he would do was say because he did those junkets and he made it into yeah. a show. Oh, which entertainers. Was, Have you seen that show? Entertainers, yeah, entertainers. Which was new. Yes. yes. Which, by the way, was I-, I think you could say I'm going to give the guy credit. Like I might tease him. But that's that's a, someone else should have thought of brilliant that. idea. It's a brilliant idea. Right? It is absolutely a brilliant idea. So he would go. He'd be talking to Harrison Ford. He would go, now, last time I talked to you, you were thinking about getting a trainer. And so Norm says this. He goes, you know, they're probably nervous. They're going, I don't, I don't remember that, but I don't want people to think I don't remember this black guy. <laughs> we had this intense conversation. And, like, last time I saw you, I think you were buying fr- we were buying furniture for your house. Oh, my God. He really knows Brad Pitt better than I thought. They were buying furniture. <laughs> right. So it's an old, And if it's, if, it is, if it's real, eh, it's not that good. But if he does do that, Byron Allen, guess what else? Brilliant, Brilliant a second time. Well, no, listen, no sarcasm. Listen, you, we can make fun of his uh, lack of interview skills with comedians on that show, Com- Comedy mm-hmm. Six uh, Unleashed. The, ridiculous. Horrible. Uh, but the man's a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. Based on ideas that he has. So he's a sharp guy. Mm-hmm. He just isn't a good comic. You, you know what? I'm, and, glad and I'm not s- insulting him. No, I, I'm going to go out. I, it's surprising his anal is. I am insulting him a little bit. We are a little bit, but we're also, I always hope, if he's listening, which he's not, but I always think, even if there's a, a you know, a, a rice that he's listening, he'd go, you know what? They were fair. I like to be fair. You know what? He's not listening. He's out uh, furniture shopping with the pits. Right. <laughs> he said it on the show. Um, he, uh, I give him respect also. When you went to do his show, mm-hmm. I remember, I know what those studios look like. And I remember going in there and they were clean and the dressing rooms had a, a basket and they yes. had like some stuff in it. And they said, hey, if you want anything, this is his name is blah, blah, blah. He'll run out and get it for you. And the names were on the doors and they were framed and everything looked clean and nice and neat. And I went... This, this, this was done by somebody. And I asked a girl that worked there. I go, who did this? Fresh coat of paint. When you walked in there, I go, who did this? Because I know those studios. She goes, oh, Byron. And I didn't look at it like, oh, this guy's, you know, oh, he's got to have everything a certain way no. in a bad way. I go, good for fucking him because I like that. I think, why wouldn't you do this? Yes. And when you walked into the studio to do that show, it felt nice. Yes, it did. And I thought, good for him. So that's, you know... And then the 30 six, minutes on stage? Uh, was, that was hard. Goo. <laughs> it didn't... You know what? I, I, it didn't help that the, uh, the audience didn't... The audience wouldn't side with the unfamous white guy all the time. 
they they would they laugh <laughs> at the Latino. They would laugh at the African American. They would laugh at the famous white guys. But the Todd Glasses, the Andy Kindlers, the Jimmy Pardos, <laughs> you'd say something. They would just go, yeah. or they'd moan it. And then I, I remember I did a bit about um, uh, my wife, where I, I did the you know where I understand you're married. And then I don't know why he's Amos and Andy, but um, <laughs> he's the white, whitest black man in the world. But uh, the bit about um, about how I make more, uh, you know, uh, my wife and I share a bank account. Uh, you know, unless I get a big paycheck, then I bring it home. I put it in her face and go, "Look at that deadbeat!" <laughs> and um, better start pulling your weight. The whole audience is like, "Oh, no oh. way, really!" The next comic, and I forget who it was, did a bit about punching a baby, and they went, "Ah, they're going Def Jam crazy!" And I went, "Wait a minute." Yeah, we, we, we can laugh at beating up a baby, but my thing about showing a check to my wife, and Byron looks at me and he goes, we'll edit that. we're going to edit everything out. Everybody's going to kill. Relax. <laughs> I go, okay. Wait, so like that, that was a funny moment that had it been let in. Like, that's rid- a great moment. Let's get rid of that, Daniel. Yeah. But and no, also, no, 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 don't get real here. Come don't on. Don't get real. Come, come on. on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, they asked us the same thing uh, because they said, we thought, you know, usually they go, hey, Todd, what do you think about New York? And then usually have a joke about New York. Well, in my show, everybody seemed to have a joke about, you know, like New York. So we went around and we all did it. And then when they mm-hmm. asked the other comedian, what do you think about this? We all had. So we sort of we thought this shows, you know, it's actually a, we were having a really good time. on. The, we did two shows in one night. Yes. The first show was like, I'm really enjoying this. Like, you know, hey, I'm having a good time. And then during the commercial break, they told us none of that shit anymore. Just if you answer your question if you all another have a, a topic, you know, if, you, if, if he asks Todd about New York and then you all have something about New York, no. Shut it down. Let's not be having any of this spontaneity going on. Wow. So they didn't say it like that, but they did say it like, let's just, you know, probably for editing purposes. But anyway, the point is no, that he put still- a toothbrush in a basket in the and- bathroom, and I want to give the guy credit. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Todd Glass Show. <laughs> All right, I love that song. Did you write this song? Yeah, that's me. You wrote this? Yeah. Play it. You can play it. What other? Where were you when you wrote? I was uh, boy. It's interesting. I was up in Laurel Canyon. I was running a house up in Laurel. This is a true story. Yeah. This is uh, I don't know, eighty three, maybe eighty two. I was. I came out here from uh, Chicago. Uh, My buddy Paul Williams asked me to join him, and I rented a house up in Laurel Canyon. I was right next to Joni Mitchell, right down the street from Jackson Brown. And uh, it was just a great vibe, man. It was just a real great vibe up there. It just really inspired you to write. You wake up every morning, you have a nice cup of coffee. Now, can I ask you a question? Drugs? Well, listen, I didn't partake, but I, yeah. yeah, I'm sure there were some others. Uh, I mean, it was the scene, man. It was the scene, so I'm sure it was going on. But I just like to get out there. I love the fresh air. It really opened up the mind. And you wrote this song, and I, does it does it have a message, or is it just a simple? It's song? just silliness. It really is crank just it up silliness. again. Is it just silliness? Listen. Yeah, it is just silliness. Well, you know, here's how it happened. I'm more than happy to share this with you, I, Jimmy. I love, uh, I love this. It's like behind the music. It was again with the great Paul Williams, the great songwriter Paul you, Williams. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Do you think it's better we play this music behind you while you're? I'd talking? rather be if we're going to play it a little lower. A little lower. I, I like okay. it a little lower. Uh, this kid's got it out for me. Uh, every time I go to talk, he raises that volume. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's really, it's really frustrating that every time I don't I think. You, I think really, you're actually hearing that. I don't think he's I doing think that on purpose. No, no, no. That seems loud again. Okay, no, he's not. That's an example of what. Just tell us. He's not playing it louder. You're hearing it. Now, you ask me a question, and every time I go to... No, I I don't hear it. It's fine, Todd. I just hear it right now like... Hold on. I hear it very soft in the background. 
Yeah, 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 that's not, yeah, that's nice and soft. Tell right the there. story, gentlemen. All right, story. so anyway, so Paul Williams uh, calls me up on the telephone, and certainly you have to hear that that's louder than what it was. When I you don't, guys but I'm trusting you. You seem like a sane person. <laughs> All right, all right. The bit's over. Go ahead. Um, uh, well, so is this bit. No, no. I like this. I love you. <laughs> it's all a bit. The whole thing's a bit. I didn't really write this time. It was a bit within the bit. Oh no, I meant. Oh no, I wasn't. I I would never throw anybody under the bus. I meant the bit where we were turning the music up. Yes, I wanted I, to that, return to the bit. And then I said, "So is this?" Well, one. in essence, the it whole is. thing's off. I yeah. didn't realize I was doing that though. I just wanted to end the bit where we were talking about. Turning the music up every time yes, we talk. We all got that. But and then, then I, I wanted to return in. to the bit where you were claiming right. you wrote it. And then I, I, I threw that under the bus. I said, and so is this one. And then the look on your face was like, well, that's disappointing because I really wanted to hear the story about how you wrote this well, song. Well, somehow I believed you. I'm very I good. didn't really believe you, but you're good. Oh, you didn't? A little bit. You believe me a little bit, though, right? I, I love to hear you where you, I like to hear where you're going with it. It's, it's fun. fun. It's fun. It's fun to have fun. Now, speaking of drugs, Wait, could, I'm not kidding. That you better. can fade that out. Sweet Jesus. I don't. No. I'm not going to tell you how to run your show. Now, listen. I've been doing a podcast for six years. Have you ever yelled at your people on your uh, the people that work with you on the podcast? Jesus, it's embarrassing how many times I do it. I it never it's gotten it. to the point where I think it's it, it's it's old. I yelled at, at the video guy. He every day, every week, he does something wrong, and then the intern does something wrong. I yell at that. It's never kid. old. I'm trying. Tell me. I bet if your listeners hear this show, they're thinking he's right. I bet it's. I bet you. I get two emails that say, "You know what, Jimmy? I'm glad you finally addressed that." No, because it does get to be a little bit of a broken record. No, does don't your, stop uh, it. Those it, two fucking people. Right now, I can tell you ahead of time, can fucking, uh, I'll get the class action suit against them, too. They can't listen to your do you know, show. Do you know who writes me every week to tell me something? Not to eat food? You're in 1987. What does he oh. write you? He writes me every goddamn week. Enough talking about what you do in your life. That's what he says to us. I'm the guy who doesn't know that you're... <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're getting too... You, he said you do drugs. Now, I don't know if you're comfortable talking about this or not. In the I, bit. No, no, the, no. With the beep, 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 Were you on drugs when you did that? Oh, yeah. In the bit, but... Now, I know um, you, you don't – have you ever you – know, I'm always curious to no. know because you don't know. Drank like crazy, never did any uh, illegal drugs. Never did coke or anything? Jeez, we're going right to coke? Well, I don't uh, know. That's pot, you thing. never smoked pot? No, never. I've never no. done uh, – I've done pot and liquor. I've, I've drank, mm-hmm. and then I've smoked pot, and then I did uh, mushrooms once, and that mm-hmm. was it. I never did coke, never did anything else. But I would like to try ecstasy. Oh, is that right? I know. this. Uh, at 32, I'm going to – Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Late in the game, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, you know what? Sometimes you, you, you bloom late in life. Sometimes, you know, you, hey, I just turned 30. I want to try some new things. Thank you. Hey, I'm a guy who got tattoos at 41. So You have a tattoo? I got two tattoos, yeah. Now, what if uh, um, Oliver wanted a tattoo? You'd punch him in the mouth and say, Is that the way you raise young him? man? You, oh, my God. What's you have up? to listen to my Spanking Children episode. <laughs> uh, Don't uh, wait, Jimmy, start. They, well, yeah. Can I ask you what they are? Sure. I, uh, uh, I got the first one is a shark. Uh, which my wife always likes to tell the story that she was uh, out in the car breastfeeding our baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, she never felt more white trash in her life than <laughs> breastfeeding the baby in the parking lot of a tattoo parlor. <laughs> Just awful. Just awful. Um, you know, it's great. You know that, uh, that well, there's nothing exaggerated mm-hmm. about her feelings. She mm-hmm. was in the car with <laughs> Right. What? I think my son was three months old. Uh, and I, I had a shark put on the right-hand side. No, why at that? Why so? What made you want to do it? You had to... Why? And why shark, if I may ask a sub-question to his question? What, what, what's your question? Why shark? I, always, why I always was a fan. I, 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 I get mocked for this. I love the sea. I have a thing for the sea. I like... Sure. I'm, a, uh, I'm afraid of it as much as I love it. 
And uh, but I love that. I love the ocean. I love sharks. And um, so I got a shark. Sharks never stop moving, right? Right, right, right. they're always going somewhere. Yeah. And Uh, the other one was. uh, But let me answer your question. So I got the three months in. uh, uh, My son was three months, and and I think I just I kind of had a nervous breakdown a little bit of. uh, I don't. I don't want to get serious and bring this whole thing down. You know what? You know what um, I feel. But um, I don't care. It's it, all uh, part of the show. I think I kind of spun uh, like, uh, and it's insane because when you think about it, you know, ever since I was twenty-one or whatever, I've been on the road driving eight hours, ten hours to shit gigs and bombing in front of you know hillbillies and bars and 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 people hating me. That I took chances, but I, I all of a sudden had a son, and I was like, I've never taken a chance in my life. I got to do something crazy. I'll get a tattoo, and I, that was my way of kind of like. Not you know, kind of sticking. You know, I'm not a dad yet. I'm right, hanging right. on to my youth. Um, so I got that one done, and it was addictive. And I was like, oh gee, I got to get another one. Mm-hmm. And so I went and got an anchor on this one uh, with my son's name on it. Uh, you know, the anchor, the, the guy who keeps me steady. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and then this one, then this one was uh, uh, probably ten times bigger than I anticipated getting it. It's it's stupid big. And then um, this one looked ridiculously small. So then I went back and had some <laughs> water added to this one. And uh, so it, does it? Does it? Is cool. it ungodly hurt, or it's not as bad as yeah. you thought it would be? Yeah, the shark. The shark was uh, god awful painful. And then when I went back to get the anchor done, uh, he even said, "He goes, hey, there's more color in this one. You want me to put the uh, the numbing cream on?" I went, "Numbing cream? What the fuck? What do you mean numbing cream?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, I can put a little numbing cream on there before we do it, and it, it'll still hurt, but it won't hurt as bad." Like, Where was that for the fucking shark tattoo? I would have done. I would. Mm-hmm. I would have done anything not to feel it. Yeah, you know, I. Uh, I. But it's. But it's a good pain. That's where a little weed. You've had some done, right? A little, little weed would have come in handy right yeah, there. Just, don't nah, don't throw your agenda down my throat. <laughs> don't need to hear he that. He doesn't have an agenda. I keep you got to be nice clean. to him. I keep my temple <laughs> yeah, clean. Uh, I care about my body. I care about the environment. <laughs> and uh, you want to come at me with your hippie agenda? I'm not going to have any tolerance. Yeah, for this it. guy. You know what he does? What's Smokes this fellow pot, do? Wears moccasins, hands out pamphlets in the park. Well, I don't need that. I don't need stink foot handing me paper. Thank you. <laughs> I did uh, the only. Uh, I had the same thing happen when I had to have a scar removed, and I went in, and on the second time they go, "Oh, she goes, I can give you a needle." I forget what it was called, uh, but it was something equivalent to liquid ni- uh, uh, injectable uh, Vicodin. Vicodin. Hmm. So the first time, <laughs> now the first time uh, I didn't get it. I just it was like oh, it was like bzz, bzz, bzz. it was like oh my god. Yeah, right. I went and got it the second time, and let me tell you something. You do it, and then you go to a waiting area where there's other people that have also been injected with it, and they're waiting. It takes a little while. I can appreciate this. I, I'm not stupid enough to go. Oh my god, that was so much fun. I would like to do something like that again. No, it's okay. It was one happened, but Jimmy. It was crazy being in there. I'd say the closest I can get to what maybe people describe ecstasy like. I talked to an old woman about her sweater. These three guys. And you, every time you mention ecstasy, they laugh like you're the dumbest old man alive. <laughs> well, I like to try to say, there's Tana's ecstasy chatter again. I don't think they think that. Fellas, I'd be curious. No, don't lie to if Don't, don't throw him under the bus. Don't you fucking. Well, because, hold on. Let's, let's for what I'm if, not upset. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think because I've never done it, so I've could because it's is it a drug of the past? Is that what it is? No. You don't know either. Well, you should. You're what, 21. Ecstasy? Yeah, is it a, is like is it like me sitting here? Because I remember when crack was popular when I was in high school. All me and my friend Jim Madden did was say, "I want a crack burger. I want crack grilled cheese." Whatever we said, it was crack. We just talked crack about crack burger. We talked- <laughs> <laughs> we'll burger. take a break. We'll be right back. That's the type of shit you take a fucking break to. Roll us out of here, you fuck. <laughs> Unnecessary. Uh, you know when you go to a show and the guy goes, the song goes a little something like this? Yeah. 
when they get older? What if this really happened? Like the guy, you can tell he's out there. Start spreading the news. We're in the crowd. He's pretty good. He's still he's still got it. I'm leaving today. Yeah, he's still got it. <laughs> People say, well, that was a little. New York. That was a little weird. New Who's this? York. It's a famous singer. Little blues. Did he just forget a word? Go the way. What? I'm going to go to somewhere there. New York. New York. People in the crowd. I'm wait, wait a minute. Hold on. And, oh, he, he, he knows it. That. I'm king. King of a hill. I think he's having a hard time. No, honey. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, these little I don't know. Oh, the whole crowd starts leaving. Alright. Who is that? Who is that? Give me the initials. No, no, this is nobody. It's my friend Lynn. Oh, it is? I thought it was somebody famous. I no. thought it was too, like one of those uh, yeah, board like things Sinatra that snuck out. Yeah. yeah. Paul hey, Anker. we're back. You're having hey. a good time? I'm not, but I could measure right. we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Oh. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see how quick you can get Audible.com makes it easy to stay well informed okay, and catch done. up. Jimmy Pardo. Now, do you are you familiar with uh, Audible.com? Audiblepodcast.com uh, slash uh, never is uh, where you can go and get uh, – I just use my plug and not <laughs> yours. Um, you go there. Listen, it, it's great. You get some pocket change. Uh, people get to listen to these things. These so are, you like Audible.com? Are you, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Audible.com. Uh, Can't say it. Let's say it again. Are you a fan of Audible.com? I am a huge fan of Audible.com. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well informed and catch up on your reading. Well, we're going to isolate that. Make that a commercial. You know, I, I'd, rather, no, I'd rather you not. Well, you know what, Jimmy? I'd rather you not do some things when I was in your podcast. And Example? You ver- Audible.com makes it easy to you stay well informed. You know what well you did. Informed. You tell, the, tell, tell everybody. I should never throw this much work your that's way. So, that's so unfair. <laughs> so unfair. Tell I everybody what, I, what you did. And, I, and, I, and you have to make it funny. So right. I, but I didn't do it. I didn't do it. You know what you did. You tell the audience. And you're like, oh, what do I do? Do I make it? Funny story. What okay. happened was, no, I'm not even going to go All right. do it. Jimmy, I want to ask you a question. Now, some of the silliness is, uh, you know, um, uh, what, time, what are we looking at for time? Uh, we're at 55 minutes. Okay. 55 double nickel, huh? Sammy Hager. He can't do it. <laughs> what does that mean? He can't drive 55, Sammy Hagar. Is that a song he wrote? No, yeah. I don't know. I'm on X. <laughs> I'm fucking on X. What do I know? The last thing I want to do is that these people what? around me... Oh, let's go back to what you said about the uh, the X. So so anyway, X is always something that I've heard about, so I don't think it's like me being an old man. No, it's just, no, no. I, 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 listen, right. I just talk the same as you talk. We don't know. What, what do we know? We're just two guys it's having two guys fun. Two guys trying hey, to get People just, you know, you, you, you've... What's up? Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you drinking? What's your, hi. So, um, so what I was going to say was, so when I was on this liquid Vicodin, I would go back into the waiting room. Oh, my God. This story is still happening? Jimmy. <laughs> Audible.com. That a boy. I'm back on board with this kid. Thank you. I'm back on board. Every time Vicodin. he does a good drop-in, I get yeah. a little bit I'm, more uh, Chris happy. I'm not going to lie to you. My, my fake anger earlier was not fake. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, but now I'm back on board no, with this No, be honest. Kid. Was he, like, comedic? Was he, like, was he? I don't know. No. Oh, I'm scared. I don't know. I 
I'm sorry, Dice. Shut up! <laughs> Honey, it's the holidays. Honey, he's just doing his job trying to do the drops, Dice. I don't want it, honey. Oh, is, it, is this Andrew Dice Clay complaining about him if he was his podcast? <laughs> well, it's, it's Dice's lady. Oh, Dice's lady. Oh, so she's like works on his production company? Yeah, Dice's lady. What does lady. she say about Chris? Uh, I don't know what he handles himself. Easy, honey. Just a man doing a job. <laughs> I don't like it, honey. He doesn't play this. He doesn't stuff. do it. It's all what audible if, like he's on the take. What, 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 oh, right. uh, what if he met his wife and she actually sounded like ah. that? He had a dead-on impression. She came hey, up to I him. I don't appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I'm Mrs. Fun Clay. Oh my God! He's, Why you make fun of me? On. I listen to your podcast, young man. Leave him alone, honey. Everybody's making a living. Jimmy, you know I can um, listen to this. I know. Last time I left your podcast, I let me tell you something. I, my face hurt and my head hurt. And sometimes when people say that after a show, I it really I, I never knew what that meant yeah, until right, you're in a yeah. situation where you go, "Oh no, it, it's not." I wasn't. I'm not saying. My, I get in the car. I had a headache. And and my face and my hurt. My, my, hurt, my head hurt. hard. No. And every time I go, oh, give me more, give me more. The whole the I, voice. That's I, the part I, of Andrew Dice Clay that was like, do, do what is 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 some of Andrew Dice Clay the poems. I never really cared for that. But there was some stuff. Am I wrong? No. For loving some There's of it, some of his stuff was ridiculously fun. Like I'll give you an example. I, I feel like I'm not defending it because it's my behavior, so uh, it, it makes it a little bit more valid. Um, I, you know, I'm not a guy. Hey, I hook up on the road, and I'm fucking you know nothing. But yet, when he would go, when the girls would go, oh, they wanted was a hug. Yeah. <laughs> you got the bonus program. It was like, oh right, yeah, because you know why? To right. me, that was make I, nothing. I like when there's some women that I know in my life. They're they're friends, and uh, some of them never hook up. I'm talking about from when I was 21 till now. They mm-hmm. never have a. And there's a few girls I know that there's no shame in hooking up. They'll go, yeah, I got a little bit horny. I was there. I hooked up. I'm like, you know, good for you. You don't have to be embarrassed that you hooked up. And to me, that was those girls. It would be like, I got a boyfriend. No, you're I'm done. But you're here now, honey. <laughs> it was like, it made me laugh. But some of it, you know. I, you know, it's great about getting blown. You can eat a TV dinner while it's happening. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? I'm eating food. <laughs> Keep it going, honey. It's awesome. Awesome. Uh, okay. What, a frat guy? It's awesome. Hey. You know, so I'm doing the liquid Vicodin. Oh, buddy. Oh, God, this story. <laughs> and I was in the... Abort this fucking thing. You think I should? I, I don't know where it's going. No, I think you're right. I, was, <laughs> I don't know why I want to go back to it. You know, you can't go back to a morsel of shit. It's bad enough when it's spontaneous. I'm desperately... People that are listening, they heard me five times, so I'm on the liquid... I'm not going to tell it to prove I'm better than that. Okay. If you want to know off the air, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, no. Yes. The only way I want to hear it is on the air. The only way we're not going to hear it on the air is if you promise you'll ask me off after the show's I over. I promise I'll ask you. You promise you won't forget? No, no. Uh, you kidding me? Can we, can we talk about it now? You talk about how I'm, I'm going to promise? No, can we talk about I don't want to talk about it now. I do, right. I do think that that's a private story that, uh, that you accidentally started going into on the air. I think you might be right. And I think that you'd be more comfortable sharing it privately But you'll with me. talk about it off the air? Absolutely. i got plenty of time. I'd like to sit down and talk about it. Okay, may pretend it's you off the do air. Something? May pretend That's it's off the show? air right now, with the mic, uh, obviously, for the bit, and I go to talk to you about it. How do you get it? So anyway, thanks a lot. I, you're right, maybe, for the show. But anyway, I'm on this liquid bike. Here's the thing. i got to take off. No, I got to scoot. I told you I had to scoot. I got to be somewhere at 9 o'clock. I can't stick around. Can I call you tonight when you get home? It's going to be too late. I got a little boy. Please sleeping. let me call you. No, I got a little boy that's sleeping. I, I, I can't have you call Can I call you tomorrow? You Come on. You know how my Tuesdays are. Jimmy, I just feel like you're, I'm going to let you go. I see you're rushing out of here. Can I call you in a month? 30 days from now? Yes. You know what? I'll take that call in 30 days. Um, if, if, if it goes right to voicemail, I'll get back to you. Okay. 30 days later. Uh, hey, Jimmy, it's Todd. Listen, um... 
my fake phone voice has echo in it, so it's not really making the sound I wanted to make. But I wanted to talk. Nah, I don't, that, that, that phone voice is so off, it's, it's maddening, and it's nobody's fault but mine. I probably played with it. Hang on, Katie's up and moving. Katie's up and moving. Uh, I like my sound effects to work. I know you do. I know you are. I've been on your show when that iPad you have, when the, when the guys on the show send you over information, mm-hmm. you want it to be right. I want that information at my fingertips. Hello? Duh. Hello? Hang on, I'm getting what I can only assume is a very important phone call. Does your intern get college credit? Uh, my intern is uh, 30 years old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to say no, he does not. Hello? I, yes. Jimmy, I don't know why I'm doing the voice. Hey, Jimmy, it's Todd. Listen. Uh, Hang on, were you doing a voice on top of the voice? I was doing, I forgot that it's me calling you, so I was doing the voice on top. Oh, that's what I was doing. You're Jimmy. right. Uh, hello? <laughs> hello? Now here's if I take it out. Hey, Jimmy, it's Todd. Listen, uh, it's 30 days later. Bailouts. That's a good thing about it. We have a thing on the show. It's bailout. If a bit's funny and it, you don't know how to get out of it, you're not, you're not stuck in a formula. Just I get listen the to the show. I know what bit. happens. I know about, I know about oh. bailouts. I know from bailouts. You listen to podcasts I, like I, I listen to podcasts. You don't. I, I, peek, I'm not, I'm, I don't say it like, oh, I don't listen. Like, you know, I, want, I peek around sometimes. I, I peek. I, you know, I like listen oh. in. What happened? My ear started itching in a way that obviously made me panic like a hmm. mouse was running up That's my a... neck. I'm sorry, everybody had a... <laughs> that was weird. Oh, my God. Are we sure that this is... Clean. No, this thing's full of ants. <laughs> it's full of ants. The headphones are full of ants, guys. Just thousands of I'm ants. I'm not wrong. Take a picture of that and put it on our Facebook page if I've said anything right tonight. <laughs> Tie glass. I say uh, put it on the internet. To me, everything's the internet. Well, it is. I go and I look up clips on the internet things. Todd, I think you mean YouTube things. Google. Okay, what were you going to say? I was going to say, too, the, the, our intern's a great guy. I, uh, I, I, it sounded like I went, no, he's 30. And he, I, I, I said that for humor with the lilt, but I... Well, you also I, meant I, that he's not in college. Yeah, but I also, uh, but I... Uh, you had a tone of... Uh, no, my intern's 30. I did the, the Rickles, yeah. and uh, he's a good guy, and, he, and he, uh, I like having him. He's the most pos- uh, positive energy guy I've ever met in my life. Can I ask you, Jimmy, uh, a serious question? Not a serious question, but... I'm here. Listen, I, it's I, about, I, I, I welcome all questions. He's nice that way. Do you remember, you've been doing comedy for many years. Do you remember like a point where you settled in, like where you kind of, because like your personality was always the same, but like your onstage stage personality probably didn't match that right away, right? No, it didn't. Well, it matched it right away. I, I, I'm a broken record when I say this, sadly. My open mic days, yes, I was this. And then once, the second I got hired as a comedian, mm-hmm. I became Jerry Seinfeld and Paul Reiser. <laughs> I, I had a sporko with the sleeves rolled up, and I wasn't funny. Uh, you know, I, I was trying to emulate my heroes, and I, I just became, a, as I like to say, I was a, a white guy trying way too hard to be average. Like, I just, <laughs> I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't using my persona at all. I wasn't being me. And then I, it finally happened in uh, New Year's Eve week, oddly enough, of 92 into 93, I was working at Crackers in Indianapolis. I was on the phone with Paul Gilmartin, and he finally said it to me. Yeah, everybody kept on telling me that I was funnier offstage. And I was like, Mom, I'm making a living in comedy. What are you talking about? I'm doing great. You mm-hmm. know, what do you mean I'm funnier offstage? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making a living here. And um, I don't remember what he said to me, but that particular week, uh, it clicked. And so in the week in Indianapolis, I threw my act away. I threw everything away mm-hmm. and just started going, uh, went going up and improvising uh, every show and, uh, and living or dying by it. I would mm-hmm. kill some shows, and I would bomb some shows. But I found the new material that way. I found the, and, and I went through an angry, an angry phase, too, because it's easy to hide, hide behind anger on stage and just be mad about everything, Lewis Black, Dennis Leary style. So I went through that. But it was really helpful to bridge me into just being me. Mm-hmm. And, and did you, you feel like you could, like happier, more productive? Oh my like, god! Like you almost subconsciously, but you could almost really feel it. Though. Yes, I yeah. lo- I loved that. All of a sudden, I went from uh, oh, oh oh hey Jimmy, good to have you back to oh great, 
Jimmy's here. Yeah. And the, and clubs loved watching, you know, it was almost like Kindler. Clubs loved watching me bomb as much as they liked yeah. seeing me do well. Because if I bombed, I would snap and go crazy. Mm-hmm. And you know um, why that happened? Uh, because, and I'm only saying this if there's someone else, I, I, I feel that I... It happened because you were able to take someone giving you a compliment, and you didn't take it as a criticism. Well, but I did for a year because I didn't understand it. Because mm-hmm. you know, I had the same thing happen to me with a comedian once driving me around. And you know, it's so weird because I should remember who it was. I think it, I don't remember who it was, but it was, you know, I was like 17, 18, 19 mm-hmm. in that area, probably 19. And a comedian said that. He hung around me during the day, and he goes, he, he said, it, this was the infection. You're funny. He goes, why don't you do some of this stuff up there? Was that Ross Schaefer? <laughs> No, <laughs> out of all names. I know. Um, I didn't hear a word you said. By the way, all I was just doing was just find, waiting for find a name, find a name, find a name, find something, find a guy that's only the Todd's going to know and laugh at. Nobody else would get it. I think it was Bill McCarty. Oh, was it Billy Mac? Bill McCarty. Actually, yeah, I always usually I would go. Oh, you know, him? <laughs> I, how many times will I fall for that? Uh, but yeah, I took it as he thought I was funny. He saw. You know what? To me, it was better to find out I had, and I'm saying it the way I know how to say it now. I didn't know how to put it this cleanly then. But to me, it was better to find out I had funny bones because you yes. can't learn your bones are funny or they're fucking not. He's saying indirectly, your bones are funny. Tap right. into it. Yeah. So instead of going, what do you mean by that? And then it helps you break I think out that's of kind that. of like, Gil, like I said, Gil Martin said something that week where he, you know, he didn't say, hey, you have funny in your bones. Use it. But he may as well have because mm-hmm. it finally, like I said, it finally clicked where it's like, oh, that's what they mean. Be this idiot. Yeah. Be this guy that's in the moment that's making people piss their pants at the mall. You know, and then you get on stage. Uh, hello, gentlemen, mm-hmm. oh, fellas, and oh, I did. And you can also have a slower show. You can take bigger pauses. Like you don't need to. Like I, I don't know. I, I felt like I just recently started discovering that um, after like ten years of comedy. I like just the last few years. I began to like really. But we're always learning. Like, That's yeah. the thing about this craft. Is yeah. we're always learning. Yeah, and also it's. I, I always say the same thing when I'm talking about comedy. I'll be hard on myself, and then uh, I'll give myself a little leash, you know, a little bit of leash. Is that no? I don't think I'm the best comic in the world, but I do respect comedy, and I want to be good. And what you just said about hearing the truth is, I always say, like, if you're a comedian and you want to know the truth, you have to you have to have some friends forever till you're till right. you're dead. That you, I always say, don't ask for the truth because no one will give it to you. Mm-hmm. Beg for it. You know who wouldn't give me the truth? Who? Nicholson. Told me I couldn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long way to go. I liked it. Uh, yeah, I know you did. Thank God you did. I heard the I heard the siren on that joke going off in my head. Hey, everybody will hear this punchline before. Oh, except for Todd. Uh, no, I was. I, yeah, first of all, when you said Nicholson, it took me a second to figure out. Is that a comedian? Yeah, I thought you meant Diane Nicholson. <laughs> well, it's Diane, Diane Nichols. Nichols. Oh, is it? But I thought she was. You're thinking I of Bobby thought, Nicholson. I'm thinking of Bobby Nicholson. Yeah, a, a lady with a boy's name, Bobby Nicholson. Great lady. Hey, by the way. Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, you know the old Jack Nicholson <laughs> pull the hair back impersonation. Uh-huh. I really did think, in all fairness, okay, no one's doing that anymore. Um, about four months ago, I saw someone pull that motherfucker out at the I improv on I Melrose, and I went, "You, f- you know what I thought? Good for you." Wait, is it somebody who's been doing it since yes. twenty years ago? Yeah, I not- saw a young guy do it recently, uh, and I thought, "No, young guy, you don't get the new no, that you." Don't you get you're doing an impression of a comedian doing an impression. <laughs> right, at this point, All right? All righty. Anyway. All right, so enough of that. Who's that, you Regis? Know, what did you just do? Could you do could you do Regis? I could do it if I hear someone else do it. Of course, uh, of course we were there. I have to say names, too. Of course, uh, Sally Jesse Raphael was there. And, uh, <laughs> everybody, we had a good time. We got five minutes. Go. We do. We got, <laughs> that's the way you wrap up the show. Yeah. We got five minutes. Everybody wrap it up. Um, well, here we are. We're going in for the, uh, God, it just. I know. Listen, how, long have, how long have you done your podcast? 
since uh, March of uh, 2006. So it'll be it'll be it's almost six years. You got to do something for the big six year. Oh, oh, go, oh, you, oh that big six year anniversary that everybody always celebrates. <laughs> everybody celebrates the. What big are you doing six for the year? six year? You got to go. Where, what city? Uh, you uh, maybe pick your favorite city and go there, and I'll open. For I'm you. already in it, buddy. You're L.A. This is my lady. Do you mean that? Oh, I love it here. Thank you. And I'm not. That's not a fake thank you. I think some people are, think it's. Uh, they love to complain about L.A. Nah. And by the way, don't get me wrong. I miss certain things about Philadelphia. I love going back. But I like it here. When you go back to Philly, do you visit the Rocky statue? <laughs> is that still there? Of course it they is. They took it down for a little while, in fairness to Daniel's, uh, Oh, uh, what was a pretty good question. Oopsie doodle. And by the way, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they took it down, because I, I remember saying, I want to go see it, and, and somebody said, I, I don't think it's there anymore. They took it down, and then somebody said, no, they put it back up, like around the corner from where it was, or something. Oh, really? And by the way, this could be born in the USA all over again, that I don't know <laughs> any of the information. Yeah. This gentleman has an answer. They, they moved it off the art museum. That's it. They did move it. I've been told they moved it. And when they moved it, just in, believe it or not, when they moved it, uh, a bunch of other statues followed it and <laughs> through the streets of Philadelphia. <laughs> and, threw, and threw fruit at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in Philadelphia, no building was allowed to be taller than William Penn's hat. Did you know that? No. Yeah, that was true for a while in Philadelphia. And I remember being younger, and my dad said, uh, or my, grandf- my grandfather goes, uh, give him a bigger fucking hat. And I thought that was so funny, and in hindsight, I'm right. Like, my grandfather was being funny. Like, just let's stop the bullshit. We right. want to build taller buildings. We're a city. We have to grow. Fuck the fucking rule. Give him a What's the make thing? His hat. William Penn has a hat, and no building was allowed to be taller than his hat. It was a huge thing, but buildings weren't allowed to be taller than the hat. Oh. Now, it's not true anymore. Is there? Oh, just for, like... For for that there was like a well they, reason. something they did back when they know they didn't think like buildings could law. be taller than yeah. his hat. You know that's a true story, but I, you must, it's Sean Penn. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sean Penn's hat. We'll take a break. Well, we got to say goodbye. I'm just kidding. Thank you, Jimmy. I've got to go. I've actually got to go run and do another show right now. What show are you doing? I'm doing Greg Fitzsimmons tonight. Where does he do it out of? Uh, in Hollywood. Really? Haven't seen Fitzy since he came on my podcast. I like Greg uh, Fitzsimmons. He, he four gave years me, ago. Four years ago. Yeah. Are you nervous? Am I nervous? You know what? I have not seen him. Uh, uh, I have not seen him in years. I like him. And he gave me the biggest, uh, quickly, I know we're wrapping it up. One, he told me, because I've been not great with my money over the years, but mm-hmm. he said, if you ever get like your little chunks of money, like you get a sh- you know, Comedy Central special, or you just do good things with that. And I thought about that. I thought, now, it wasn't a lot of chunks I got, but uh, one, I did a good thing with it. I bought my house, and I wouldn't have done that. And also, I love the story he tells about his family because no one got hurt in this story. It's just a great story, and it shows his family has a great sense of humor. They would find the and, – and the important thing is nobody got hurt here. The family didn't know it. They got a laugh, didn't crush it, family. That wouldn't be funny. They would knock – they would go around Christmas, find the ugliest decorated house. Everyone goes to the, the really nice – they would find the ugliest, knock on the door. But they, you could tell the people tried. They just put a lot. Some people think because you put a lot of shit out that it makes it good. You're like, it's just cluttering up your yard. And they would go, by the way, we just wanted to say you have the nicest decorated house. And they bought him a bottle of wine. And you could tell the people like, oh, and then they would get in the car and laugh. I hope I told that story right. But I love that his family did that. Is that wrong that I love that story? Or is that does this? What does that have to do with Liquid Valium? Oh, you want to hear that story? Oh, oh see what uh, I did? I called that how about if, how about if, Here's how we end the show. I start talking about my – well, we really have to commit to this bit, and I don't want to do that. I want to say goodnight. I was going to let you walk out as I told oh, my liquid volume story. Will you do that? Yeah, you but, see, uh, all right, but I want to say goodbye to you, too. This. Everybody right. knows that I'm, I'm politely saying goodbye. Right. Right? I say goodbye to you now. Blaine? Blake. Blake? Blake. Eric?
Patty? Yep. Uh-huh. Katie. Chauncey? No, that's Chris. <laughs> okay. Chauncey. Right? Dave? Daniel. And you okay. know Daniel. Come on. I do know Daniel. You know me? Uh, sure, Ted. Oh, Jesus. So, Neil, let me tell you this story about the liquid volume. And then, uh, uh, um, I, um, I'm sitting in the waiting room. And, uh, I, they, 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 and I'm talking to these people. There's a woman in there wearing a sweater. And when you're so into this, like, I'm into this. Are you listening? Yep. So I start talking about a sweater, like I'm really interested in it, and it's what it is. You're 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 so you're you're so drugged up, but you're not being dishonest. You're just going to a place like I know this old woman loved her sweater, so I asked her every question about her sweater that I knew she wanted me to ask. Oh yeah, like did you knit that or where did you do it? How long did it? T- you made it? Then I asked her how long she had been knitting, mm-hmm. and she could tell was loving it. She was on the liquid Vicodin, and I was on the liquid Vicodin. And we just, like, appreciated each other. And I tried to take that sort of attitude and bring it bring it out in other areas. Like, take the time. You know, you can't fake that you care about people. But mm-hmm. what you can do is take the time to show that you do care. And sometimes when we're in this everyday hustle and bustle, sounds a little cliche, but you forget. Like, take the time. Have a moment with somebody. Hey, I always say it when you're checking out of the grocery store. You know what? Ask the person, how's your day going? Try to find something to talk about. I feel like, did Jimmy leave? Mm-hmm. Oh, this bit's not ending like I wanted. Because it was real, and then it, I don't like ending bits where they're fake. Oh, did Jimmy leave? Like, I'm not going to fucking lob that shit at my listeners. You've been great, everybody. It was a fun this show. This was fun. This was a fun show. Um, next week, Rory Scofel. I hope I'm saying his name right. Bye, Jimmy. This liquid Vicodin, it's a good story. All right, let's. Okay, everybody, bye. No, you know what? We're going to take a break. No, no, we're done. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.